All right, here we go. This is part two of the running series. In this episode, we're going to talk all about running as it relates to the military, um, how to prepare for boot camp, uh, how much running you're going to do there, how to prepare for any sort of programs after that that you might apply for, special operations, whether it's Navy, Army, whatever, how to prepare for that, how to get your body ready for that. We'll dive into running techniques a little bit deeper. If you haven't listened to episode one, I encourage you to go back and listen to the fundamentals. I talk about uh, running mechanics. Uh, I talk about uh, if you're just pulling yourself off the couch and getting started running, how to do that on a daily basis. And we'll dive into that a little bit more here. But this is going to be focused on uh, running for the military, uh, preparing for boot camp, preparing for any of the programs that are in the military, whether it's special operations or something you need to take a physical test for, how to prepare for it and how to how to really uh, excel at it. Okay, in future episodes, we're going to talk about uh, how to prevent injuries, how to recover from injuries. Uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things in these in, in this running series. So um, buckle up and get ready. Here we go. So I've been running for a long time. Now, if I think back and rewind just before I went into boot camp and to think how I was prepared for what lay ahead as far as physically, um, I think I was overprepared. And, and that's because, you know, I had a background in running. I ran cross country and track in, in high school and uh, junior high school and a little bit in college. So I could run at a pretty high level. Uh, especially in the distance. So it wasn't that big of a deal um, when I had to prepare for boot camp. But what if, what if you're not prepared? What if your desire is to join the military, whether it's through the academy, through OCS, or enlisting and, and going to boot camp, right? You have to take a physical test. You have to run some distance with your body and complete it under a certain time. I don't know exactly what those times are right now, but you know, there's, there is a cutoff, um, and you, you got to do it. And in boot camp, you will run, you will be running around, whether it's uh, shuffling around and marching and all of that stuff. And there's a certain level of stress to that. And I think you have to do a mile and a half run in a certain amount of time as well. And how to not suck at that evolution. As we talk about in this episode, you know, preparing for the military, uh, preparing your body and running specifically, right? You're on your feet a lot. Uh, no doubt about it. We're going to talk about boot camp here a little bit, and then I'll, then I'll touch on uh, how to prepare for uh, any of the other programs like special operations, that sort of thing. So if you have any questions or something that I missed, definitely hit me up either at my email address um, there in the show notes, justinnowles808 at gmail.com or on Instagram. It's probably how you found this podcast at military. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, preparing for boot camp, yes, like I said, you have to be you have to be able to move over the ground and run and shuffle and walk. And boot camp is a stressful place for those that never had been around a disciplined and rigid environment. Well, that's what boot camp is over uh, almost three month period. If you're not accustomed to that in you know, in your home life, whether, you know, with your parents or in college uh, and you're going to the academy and, and into OCS 
well, stand by because you're going to get punched in the face. Um, you're going to be waking up early and you're going to be working out on a daily basis. And if you're not prepared for it, well, it's going to suck. Uh, I'm not saying you, you're not going to be able to complete it because the standards aren't really high just for boot camp for enlisted. They're a little bit higher for the academy, as I understand it. Um, OCS, you are going to run. You're going to have a, a, a timed running event in OCS. I went through OCS and there was a timed running event and, and you got to be able to pass those events. Okay, and you want to be able to pass them at a high level. Okay, the tips I'm going to give you here is to be able to, you know, really crush any of those tests if you are consistent at it um, and you really focus on it because it's going to help you out. So, boot camp, uh, preparing for that, uh, I recommend you, you should be you should be running at least three days a week. And uh, what I'm and it's not just out just doing a, a leisurely stroll, but you should be doing some high intensity training, um, some sort of uh, functional fitness, you know, push up burpees, that sort of thing. And then, you know, go on a three to five mile run. It doesn't always have to be five miles. It doesn't always have to be three miles, but you, you want to be active and you want to increase your endurance in running. Now, why do I say don't just go out and run the same distance and the same speed all the time? Well, because your body gets accustomed to things and running is a great example of that because if you go out and you run the same speed and you do the same thing all the time, your body's going to adjust to it and then it's not going to be able to do much more than that. Um, and so you don't want your body to kind of get accustomed to, to it, for lack of better words. Um, and that's why I suggest doing uh, high intensity training or intervals during your run. And I think I gave an example of that in the last uh, podcasts on fundamentals. Um, you might go out and do, you know, 10 minutes of warm up, just running a slow pace, meaning you can talk at that pace, you're able to have a conversation. And then over a 30 second period, you might pick it up to 80% of your capacity, meaning 100% you're all out sprint, right? You're slobbering on yourself, you can't, you can't even see straight, you're sprinting, at, you know, 100 yard dash. Well, 80% would be, you know, 20% less than that. But you're only doing it for a short amount of time, uh, long enough that it's going to spike your your heart rate really high. And then you're going to, after that, say, for example, 30 seconds, you're going to go back down to that comfortable pace where you're able to recover and your heart rate's going to go back down. And your body over time of doing these these types of interval training, um, it's it's going to you're going to find that your heart rate spikes up a lot quicker. It reacts quicker to um to you doing these high intensity intervals and it's going to recover quickly. Okay. You notice when you're, maybe you are out of shape right now. Well, when you do that 30 second run, your heart rate doesn't catch up as fast because it's not used to doing that, right? It's not accustomed to it and it's not fit. Your heart is not fit enough to catch up really fast. And so it takes a while. And the same token, as you start to recover after the, like a 30 second interval, um, your heart rate doesn't recover as fast either. You might have a very high heart rate for two or three minutes, whereas um, you know if your if your heart is really fit, it's going to recover a lot faster. And you can test this by uh, if you have a friend or maybe even you're pretty fit, you, you'll find that your heart rate increases really, really fast um, when you start to when you start to run or or pick up the pace, and it recovers faster as well. So hope you got the point on that. So. Yeah, you should be running three to, 
you know, three to four days a week, um, you know, 20 to 25 miles, uh, somewhere in there. You know, everybody's a little bit different. I get it. It should be out on the road. Um, if you can't because of weather conditions or whatever, yes, treadmill is okay or running indoors is fine. And you got to vary your speed, okay? I encourage you to run on the trails, go up hills. I'm a huge fan of hill training. Uh, that got me ready for several ultra marathons I did, a marathon, and got some of my best times. I'll talk about that in a future um, uh, podcast here in this series. We'll talk about uphill training. But, um, you know, going back to the mileage per week, you got to be really careful of putting in too too many miles. A lot of you get really motivated here and you go out and and like, oh, I'm going to do 50 miles this week. Well, don't do that unless you have been accustomed to doing uh, a lot of mileage over time. You got to build up that base to boot camp or to the academy or wherever you're going and you got to do it slowly. I would, I would recommend starting six to nine weeks out. First four weeks, um, you're doing 20 to 25 miles per week and you're just increasing maybe five miles uh, per week. But you got to have that you got to have that base, um, that base mileage in for your body to be strong enough to increase uh, your mileage over time. So, anyway, uh, that is preparing for boot camp. Okay, in between that, and I know it's not running, but it's going to help your fitness. You should be doing your functional fitness. And what what do I mean by that? Well, check my stories on Instagram. I post a workout every single day that is functional fitness. That just means body weight exercises, doing push-ups and burpees and, uh, you know, different types of ab routines and squats, core exercises, right? Um, that is going to help you tremendously when you go into boot camp or any of the other, uh, basic programs. Okay. So just to recap base mileage, uh, you should be running three to four days a week. You definitely have a day off and you have high intensity intervals, mixed in there. Okay. That's super important. Um, don't just go out and run the same speed all the time because you'll have no progress and you'll send me a DM like, Hey, um, I'm not improving. Um, if, and this just popped in my head, I get a lot of, a lot of questions on losing weight with running. And I really want you to focus on your nutrition. Okay. What are you putting in your face? First of all, uh, the key to, uh, you know, losing weight and getting fitter. Yeah, you should have a good workout routine, but if you're shoving down junk all day and going through the drive through well, it's just not going to help. All right. Um, and, and whatever kind of nutrition plan you choose that fits you, then great. There's not one that I recommend for everybody. For me, you know, vegetables and uh, no meat, for whatever reason, I seem to do really, really well on. And I just found that over time, but trial and error. Don't fall into the gimmick that just one nutrition plan is best for everybody, right? Try a few out, see what works for you and what makes you feel uh, good and energized. Typically, it does have a lot of vegetables in it. Typically, it, it is uh, uh, non-processed foods, right? It's common sense. It's not hard, guys, to get fit and uh, get lean and mean. Okay. It's, it's real basics, right? You burn more calories than you consume. And, uh, I know I'm a jerk about that. A lot of times when I get messages of, Oh, how do I do this? And, 
And I asked, so what's your, what do you eat on a daily basis? Well, I eat all this crap. I'm like, well, yeah, why don't we start there? Why don't we cut something out? Um, just like you're increasing your running very, very slowly over a four-week period, five-week period, um, you shouldn't be doing anything radical, too radical to your diet because a lot of times I see people, they quit. Um, they'll go to, oh, I'm going to eat his vegetables and seven days in they're miserable and they quit. Okay. Then they feel depressed or you feel depressed and it sucks and you stop doing it. Same with running. Don't go out and run a 10 K if you've never, uh, ran around the block. Okay. Um, I do highly recommend listening to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, fill your brain on these runs. Uh, it's a great way to get the double the benefit. Um, and as you start to get stronger on those days that you're not running, you're doing functional fitness. You're either following my daily workouts and my stories. Um, I have like 50 of them saved, saved in my highlight on Instagram or follow whatever workout program that, that fits you. Okay. Um, if you start to, um, uh, get bored of running, you know, week five, you're like, Oh my gosh. Right. Well, you can do other things that increase your cardio. You can spin, um, that sort of thing. You go, uh, go in the pool and swim. You can do, you know, bike, mountain bike, uh, you know, play basketball with your friends, whatever. You don't always have to do it like a robot, kind of like what I do, but that's going to prepare you in a significant way, not just physically, but mentally, right? I saw a lot of people really struggle, especially in boot camp and OCS, um, with that like timed run that was coming up because it was not just like you're fresh and you go out and you start the run. You got all these other things, all these other pressures on you. Um, from, from the daily tasks that the instructors have you doing to the stress of just running around all day, doing other things that you have to do. Um, and, and you're, you're going to get really stressed out. And then that run might be at the very end of the day. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to be at my ultimate best, even past the time. Holy cow. How am I going to do it? I've been, I've been up for 12 hours and now they moved the run until the very end of the day. Oh man, I'm going to fail. Well, you know, if you prepare ahead of time, it's going to be not a problem. You're not even going to worry about it. And then you could focus on the things uh, that need to be done besides the running evolution. So that's the key. Uh, that's specifically really for boot camp, OCS, uh, ROTC, uh, the academies, that sort of thing. You have quite a bit of time in the academy. Obviously, it's four-year college. Um, but for boot camp and stuff that's really condensed, uh, OCS, especially where you have a lot of stress and you do have timed evolutions, preparing ahead of time is going to be key. So let's transition now to, um, you're in the military or you are trying to get a contract for maybe one of the special operations, uh, uh, billets. Okay. Uh, whether it's, uh, going to the SEAL teams whether it's, excuse me, PJs or any of the other special operations, okay? They have, you know, you can get a, uh, a, a ticket directly into BUDS and, you know, go directly to SEAL team, you know? So yes, you will go through boot camp and then you go to BUDS. So let's talk about preparing for the amount of stress your body's going to be under uh, as you finish boot camp, but then you go into BUDS. Um, the number one thing that I've seen and I've seen other people say, and the reason that people quit, uh, not just from injuries, but it's the stress on the body and the daily grind. 
okay, uh, you know, going through boot camp is is one certain type, but going into one of these programs, for example, Buds, basic underwater demolition seal training, the daily grind is going to get to you because your body is literally getting broken down on a daily basis from from day one uh, and first phase all the way through, literally. They're breaking you down in the first nine weeks, I think it is. I mean, nine weeks of just getting crushed on a daily basis. Uh, and you have you have four-mile timed runs on the beach in boots. You have two-mile open-ocean swims every single week. You have obstacle course that you have to do. And not only that, but you're running all over the place all the time. There's never a time until you, you know, fall asleep on your bed that you're not running and moving around quickly. And, uh, that's a lot of stress on your body. I, at least in my class, and I know other people have the same story. It's it, injuries is one thing. Uh, people's body is not ready for the amount of running and shuffling around that you're going to do. And people start getting uh, stress fractures, shin splints, uh, ITB strains, because it's so much, uh, I call it mileage, but it is, you're, you're racking up a lot of mileage on your legs. And if it's not used to it and you don't have that base mile, it's built up. Um, you have a high chance of failing and you don't want injury to fail you out. Right. That, that totally sucks. Like if you're capable and you're mentally into it, but man, you just, uh, you got stress fractures in your legs. It's, it that totally sucks. And so I can't stress this enough, you know, getting that base mileage in for buds, you know, especially if you're going to get a contract um, before you go into the military, uh, you're going to go right from boot camp right into buds. Well, you should step back at least 12 weeks and have that first base period, that 25, uh, 25 to 30 miles per week. And you should be increasing that, I would say, upwards of 40 to 50, 60 miles per week near the time that you're going to go into boot camp. Um, and because... You really need to get your bone density up and you need to have your body prepared for the amount of uh, stress that's going to be put on it from running around. Okay. Uh, and I see it, I've seen it time and time again. Running saved me a couple times in buds when, uh, man, I was, I was totally dead, meaning I was tired. And they, what do you know, they spring a four mile time run at the end of the day after all day and being stressed out and, you know, doing various things in buds and Hey, we got a four mile time run end of the day. Let's go line up, ready, go. And you're like, Oh my gosh. And if I didn't have that running under my belt, like a lot of people didn't, well, you have either you fail first of all, which sucks because you're going to go in front of a review board for failing, but you also, a lot of people that failed to run well, you get extra time with the instructors and man, that sucks. Right? You're going to spend time in the surf zone. You're going to roll around in the sand and do all these extra exercises that you don't need. And you don't want to be a part of that. Now, one thing I'll recommend is don't do what I did. If you're a kick-ass runner, I mean, I, I could throw down, you know, sub five-minute miles in the sand at the time when I went through Buds. And on the very first four-mile time run, you know, I went all out. I was ready. I, I crushed it. I forget what I got, but it was a ridiculous time. 
I was way ahead of everybody else. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show everybody I can crush this thing. I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Well, that was all cool, but the instructors on the next four mile time run there next week, they pulled me aside just before the beginning of the run. I said, oh there, hey, Petty Officer Knowles, nice run last week. You know, you're getting close to the Bud's record. And we want you to try to beat that. So I want you to be at least 30 seconds faster this time. Or you're going to pay the man. And I thought about that for about five seconds going, oh my gosh, are you crazy? Like, that's insane. My eyes widen. Like 30 second improvement when you're already running at top speed. Um, it's just unattainable. And guess what else happened? Any time that I would slow up in any of the other runs over the next six months, like I wanted to just hang in the middle of the pack because, man, I was suffering or I was a little bit sick or maybe I was trying to help another buddy, kind of pace him. Oh, no, they would call me out. You know, they're like, oh, what are you doing? You're sandbagging. Oh, extra work for you. So be smart about it. And that was a pretty stupid move on my part. Um, I didn't get much better in the running. No, I didn't beat the, the record at Bud's. I uh, came very, very close. But anyway, um, running is going to help you out. Uh, and having that base mileage is really going to be key. 100%. Because you're on your feet all, the, all day, all the time. And everybody discounts it. You know, if I was going to tell you to work on anything, it, it wouldn't be swimming. Okay? It would not be swimming. It would be running and doing that on a daily basis, every single day. Uh, just a daily grind. Um yeah, in a future episode here on this running series, I'm going to talk about how to deal with injuries. And because I got injured in Bud's, I had a running injury actually. And how to work through that, uh, because that's going to happen. How to prevent it from derailing you, from staying on the path and, uh, you know, focusing on your goal of either making it through Bud's or uh, making it to boot camp, OCS, that sort of thing. Um, and we're going to tie all this together. So... Final thoughts on this. Put in the base mileage. You got to do the work. If you still have questions on how to put a plan together, send me an email. Um, happy to answer your questions or send me a DM on Instagram. And I'm happy to help you out. If you actually have a contract, whether it's boot camp or buds, happy to work with you and, and help you out there and get you set up for success. You got to put a plan together. Write down a plan of what you're going to do every day and execute on that plan uh, for running. Add functional fitness in there, body weight exercises, all right? You should not be going and bench pressing every single day uh, to impress the chicks, okay? You're going to need that core um, strength and push-ups and squats and burpees are going to do that for you and pull-ups and things like that, okay? Um, and use that time while you're running to feed your brain, whether you listen to audiobooks or you listen to this podcast, or whatever else. I got a ton of podcasts I can suggest for you. There's millions of them out there that are awesome. They're going to help you out um, every day. Okay. That's huge. So there you go. That is uh, preparing for boot camp and special operations. I know I only touched a little bit on it. I mean, I could talk for hours on running, but uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, like I said, injury coming up. Uh, I'm going to talk more about running techniques in the next uh, series. We're going to go over a specific training plan. Uh, like a 12-week plan on, I think, part four. 
And I got a couple other things for you uh, coming up in the running series. This has been pretty popular, so I'm trying to put these out almost every single day. Um, you got questions for me. Again, get in touch with me on Instagram at military or send me an email personally at justinnoles808 at gmail.com. Um, that's on my main page, how to get in touch with me. And uh, happy to answer all your running questions. I know there's some stuff that I'm, I don't touch on a lot, whether it's uh, the types of running shoes or, or nutrition while you're running and all that kind of stuff. All right. So hope this helped you out and see you on the next episode. Hey, one last thing before we go. If you enjoyed this podcast, help me get it out to more people. Leave a I don't want to say five star review. Leave whatever star you want, but leave a review. Let me know, uh, you know, how it's impacted your life, and uh, I'd really appreciate it. I look at that on a daily basis, and uh, that would uh, help this podcast get out to more people. So I appreciate it. Thanks.